Welcome to the MGU Podcast, the Michael Genomatic Universe. I'm one of your hosts. I am Michael. And I am Gina. And Gina, I was thinking today before we started this wonderful broadcast, I don't think we talked about this at any point that I remember anyway, that um, we're, we're coming close to the end of phase one. And I don't think we've ever discussed the phases of the MCU, have we? You've alluded to it, but we've never specifically talked about it. Okay, that's good. Um, so all these movies that we're watching right now are part of phase one. And I don't know when the Marvel people started talking about this in phases. I don't know when they said, hey, we're actually going to release these. These movies are going to be phase one. These are going to be phase two. And then these are going to be phase three. I don't know when they started that. But right now, we're getting close to the end of phase one. And that'll end at the after the Avengers movie, which is going to be our next movie after this one. Just something to think about that we're kind of, we're getting into it pretty far right now. So it's going to wrap things up to a certain extent? It wraps things up and sets other things up. Okay. Which I kind of love about this universe because there is a story, there's an arc in this phase one that the Avengers are coming together eventually. That's the idea. And then what happens in phase two? How do they come together again? And then phase three, it's the same thing. They all end with Avengers movies. Right. (laughs) Which I find fascinating. So... Just something to watch out for as we're going through all these lovely movies. Excellent. The other thing is we have mail. We have mail? People wrote us, as we asked them to a couple weeks ago, asking for questions. You know what this means? No. We have listeners. We do have a few listeners, which is very nice. And some of them sent us a lot of questions. Yes. So So we can't get to all of them. No, we'll get to a few of them and we'll save some for later. And hopefully we'll have a lot more to choose from. But anyway, Gina, let's go to the mailbag. Our first question comes from Lane. And it's a two-part question. It says, Gina, this is your first time through the MCU And as a first-time viewer, are there any moments in the movies where you had any issues? And then the second part is to me. It says, Michael, as a many-time viewer, re-watching the movies, are there any parts that you had any issues with? Well, the first thing that stands out in my mind is a couple of comments that I made in in our previous recordings. Uh, One of them was when the Hulk, when they were continually trying to shoot at the Hulk and take him down and it was never working. I was super frustrated with them. So annoyed with, I was so frustrated with the military. The bullets aren't working. Stop shooting. Maybe they just had hope. That's what the military runs on is hope. Oh, is is that what the military (laughs) runs on? Hope. Yes. Yes. Well, Anyway, it was frustrating to watch. Uh, I was also frustrated a bit just in general as we got into the whole superhero theme because I have a little bit of trouble uh, sometimes suspending my disbelief Mm -hmm. and uh, understanding that just because somebody couldn't have survived a fall doesn't mean that they're not going to survive a fall. That's part of the fun and you have to just go with the flow. So some of the, you know, instead of nitpicking all the somewhat unrealistic moments I need to just be in the spirit of it and enjoy it and I I think I'm very much there now but yeah it it took a little adjusting it makes sense it's a fantastical universe right it's everything is everybody's super has superpowers they're strong all these crazy things happen but if you start looking for those inconsistencies and watching them all the time you're going to drive yourself nuts right and that's just not in the spirit of the fun so and the only other one that I think I'll mention is that and it, it seems to be on its way to possibly getting better but the lack of women in the movies and then the roles that the women played has definitely been um and it's been something we've talked about 
Yeah, that's exactly that was actually what I was going to say. Okay. Uh, it's because uh, the women in the movie, I don't, other than a couple exceptions, I don't see them as strong female characters necessarily. Right. At least not yet. Maybe they'll get flushed out eventually. But right now, it's really obvious that they did not know what to do with the women in the in this universe yet. I mean, Pepper Potts this is Iron Man's secretary slash love interest, now CEO. Uh, she's great. She's uh, Pepper. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow plays her very well. However, her role is just kind of to be there and just right, kind of be annoyed by Tony Stark. And she still goes into the screamy role every now and then, or gets right. a little hysterical in this, you know, in its so-called traditional, um, stereotypical mm-hmm. female way. Yeah, and I think that happened in the Incredible Hulk too with Liv Tyler's character. Right. What was she there for? She was there for plot advancement. Not much else, really. I didn't. So those characters, they're just kind of weak. But I think there are those hints of some good things to come. Like, uh, for instance, Black Widow. Black Widow is going uh, is her her role. She kicked ass, right? I mean, she kicked ass in the movie. She had a role. And uh, Lady Sif in Thor was a very strong fighting character. Very small role, but potential there. So but I, just strong. Stronger but, characters. Yeah, yeah. Well, I look forward to talking more about that as we go on and speculating about, because again, this was quite a, it was several years ago. Are things getting better? And as yeah. the movies, you know, get closer to modern times here, um, are we going to see stronger and better you know, better portrayed women characters. One thing that is interesting about this is, I mean, because there is an argument either way. However, there was not a a movie led by a woman superhero until Captain Marvel just a couple of years ago. So right. uh, at least in the Marvel universe, we also had Wonder Woman in the DC universe, but it's it doesn't happen that often, and which is too bad. But I think they're starting to correct it a little bit. It's just took a really long time unfortunately yeah i certainly hope so and after all of the revolution that i hope will continue in 2020 hopefully we're going to see a lot of different types of superheroes i hope so uh, how about another question do you have one for i us? do here's another question this one comes from hannah and nick uh, they sent us several great questions but today we are going to do this one if you had to create a summer olympic team with marvel characters what event or sport would each participate in? And they said RIP Tokyo 2020. <laughs> oh, so, no Olympics this year. No Olympics. So in honor of the missing Olympics, Michael, uh, what would you choose? The one that comes to mind, I think Captain America would do very well in the biathlon because what is more American than cross-country skiing and guns? I think he would be fantastic. Amazing. Yes. And uh, it's Captain America. That's, oh, that's a gold medal right there, no this, matter what. This I would like to see, yes. for sure. How about you? I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to have the Hulk go up against Abomination, and they are going to compete in figure skating. Oh, oh, the grace. Who wouldn't involved. like to see this? Uh, I mean, would the rink survive, first of all? <laughs> Although now that I'm looking at the question again, it was the Summer Olympic team. And I think we both picked... Did we pick? Yeah. Oh, we did. We picked Winter Olympics. We did. We're uh, the worst. Well, that's, anyway, that's the way it goes. Well, we're the ones answering the questions, aren't we? <laughs> we obviously don't understand how the Olympics work. Well done, us. Uh, one more question. Great. This comes from Michael, not okay. me. A friend named Michael. There's a few of us out there. Who was the first superhero you remember from childhood? Ah, well, that's definitely going to be Superman. Yeah. Uh, the su- Who's yours? Superman. Oh, Superman okay. was mine. Yeah, Superman yeah. was the most obvious one. 
my my parents will tell you a story where uh, my great grandmother made me a cape with um, with a Superman you know Superman cape. Yes. And I was so excited because I was so sure that I was going to be able to fly because I had that cape. Of and course you were. I was so excited. And I went up on top of the picnic table and I jumped off and I just fell on my butt. Aww. And I looked so sad. And they talked about how sad I looked because I was so positive. This was the day I would be flying. I'm really glad you went on a picnic table and not the roof. I Yeah. I Well, I was only four. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe I would have found a way, but I was very afraid of heights, which probably is not great when you're trying to be Superman. No, probably not. You might have been really surprised if you had actually been able to fly and had yes. gone way up over the earth. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's our mailbag. Thanks to everybody for sending in questions. If you would like to participate and have us answer some questions in a future mailbag, our email address is mgupodcast23 at gmail.com. And you can also send them via Facebook um, Messenger or just yeah, put it on Facebook. Anything that we're available on. We will check. We will check. So Gina. Yes. Today, we're going to look at Captain America First Avenger. I am very excited to see Captain America. I have no idea what to expect. That's, of course not. So this of is Of course I don't. No, how could you know? Uh, so what we do, as we do every week, is Gina is going to give her prediction of what this movie is about based simply on a movie poster. And as you know, very limited information on this poster, but Gina always makes a good story out of it. <laughs> so Gina? I, and just a reminder to look at the poster that we posted on social media if you want to know which one I looked at. And I don't know how many there were for this one, but I had you send me one because when I start digging for this, there are often spoilers. Right. And we like to keep me in the dark. Completely in the dark. Completely. So, so Gina, are you ready to give your, your predictions? I am ready. Well, I'd love to hear it. Okay. So here's my synopsis for Captain America, the first Avenger. Based on the movie poster clothing and Tommy Lee Jones's military garb, I'm guessing that this one takes place during World War II. Chris Evans is a young soldier who enlisted to help fight the Nazis. While stationed in France, he meets the lovely lady in the white blouse, I don't know who she is, who works in administration at the army base. They, of course, have an instant attraction to each other. Tommy Lee Jones is overseeing the entire operation, and while he seems very capable at first, his ego causes him to make a couple of tactical errors that seem to give the Nazis the edge. The local town is slowly being completely infiltrated by the Nazis, so civilians and soldiers alike have to get involved, trying to stave off the attack. One day, Chris Evans is in the woods looking for the enemy, and something falls out of the sky and knocks him out. He awakens next to the object that knocked him out, which happens to be the shield that will give him his superpowers. And good thing, because that evil red devil monster on the poster is nearby and threatening the lives of his comrades and the entire town. Chris Evans transforms into Captain America. There is an epic battle, and he saves the town and gets the girl, or at least gets a kiss. So a shield falls from the sky and hits him in the head. Yes. I guess it wasn't bitten by a snake, so that's... That was a different movie. No, a different movie. Uh, 
I love it. I, I, I can't Thank wait you. to see how many of these predictions come true. Thank you. So we're going to go watch the movie. This is Captain America, the first Avenger starring Chris Evans, Tommy Lee Jones, Hugo Weaving, Haley Atwell, and Sebastian Stan. Are you ready to watch it? I'm ready. Let's go do it. And we just finished Captain America, the first Avenger. We sure did. Yes, yes. And uh, before we start talking about it and again to get into Gina's wonderful synopsis, uh, just a reminder that we do have a contest that goes on from week to week where if you hear Charlie's bark at any time during the show. During get, any of the shows. During any of the shows, yes. Yeah, send us an email at mgupodcast23 at gmail.com with a timestamp and we will enter you into a little contest. And uh, also, I should warn you, in the first half of the show, there may be a chance that Charlie's bark is heard. Don't listen to that one. The bark will be in this half. So just a heads up, (laughs) we can't control that dog. We cannot. We have no say in what that dog does at all. Uh, So just a heads up. Now, we did already have a winner from last week for episode four, which is our Thor episode. And it was Nick. It is Nick. Nick, congratulations. And you get your choice of, you get your choice. That's amazing. We have two fabulous swag items. We have an MGU podcast coffee mug. And we also have an MGU podcast tote bag. Oh, wonderful. So you can tote your stuff around. Yes. Or drink some coffee. All while showing people. What a great show you listen to. Exactly. Somebody might ask you about the podcast. Feel free to tell them about it. Yes. So Nick will get his choice of those two fabulous swag items. Well, perfect. So uh, we're at that point of the show that we all love, and it's your favorite part, Gina, because I know you don't stress out about this at all. <sighs> this is a chance for Gina to sum up all of Captain America, the first Avenger, in 23 seconds. Obviously, 23 again in honor of the 23 movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Correct. How are you feeling? How long was this movie? How many minutes? It's about uh, it's a little over two hours. Mm-hmm. And I get how many seconds? Uh, 23 I seconds. I get 23 seconds. That shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Feel good? No. Great. Okay. That's what I like to hear. So Gina, with no further ado, start. Okay. So Chris Evans is a really good hearted guy and he wants to be in the army, but he can't because he's got anxiety and a lot of other issues and he keep, but he keeps trying to get in. And even though they won't let him in, Stanley Tucci decides to give him this opportunity and we don't really know what it is, but then we find out it's to put this injection of uh, stuff in him that makes him really, really strong. But meanwhile, there's an evil man who it wants to, Oh, <laughs> this amuses oh. me to no end. Oh, I thought you were doing very well, by the way. Thank you. I tried not to get all flowery and. No, you actually cut out stuff. I think. Well, I don't know if you did. It, you 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 dwelled a little. It's so hard. It's really hard. I mean, I should talk. I couldn't do it, but it's really funny. I think it's way funnier you doing it. Well, I would like to mention that one of our loyal listeners has suggested that maybe Michael try to do the 23 second What's synopsis one of these. What's fun in that though? Hmm. I you... think it would be really fun. Well, maybe we'll do it one of these times because uh, I think, uh, I, I, yeah, it would be fair for we me to do We will take that. it under consideration. We definitely will. Uh, so what we should look at though is from your, your predictions from the movie poster. Yes. Was there anything you got right? I got correct that World War II is the setting that was for good. this movie yep. and that Chris Evans is a young soldier. Yes. 
who enlisted to help fight the Nazis. He did. I mean, that was his goal. Not only enlisted, he really wanted to fight them. He wanted to so badly. Yes. He did not get his shield by it falling out of the sky and knocking him out. Boy, was that not correct. Yeah, your origin story ideas are amazing. They are terrible. And I wish that's what would have happened, honestly. They are so bad. But I just, I can't even. However, the Red Devil Monster, which I now know is Red Skull. Yes. Was definitely, you know, an issue and he had to be stopped. And Chris Evans didn't exactly transform into Captain America to stop him because he, that was, that was the whole, that was the whole premise. He was Captain America, uh, saves the town and gets the girl or at least gets a kiss. Well, he did get the kiss, he got the kiss and then... before he left and saved the, saved the town, saved the world, saved the world of oh, the Eastern seaboard. He saved, he saved yeah. New York. Yes. For sure. Yeah. And maybe a few other cities. I'm trying to think about how many movies where the Eastern seaboard is under attack. I feel like that is a, that's said a lot. I don't know why. And I might be wrong on that. I didn't, I, I that's well, the first thing you hit when you're coming across the ocean from the Eastern, Europe. It's always right? the Eastern seaboard though. Always the Eastern seaboard. Cause you're coming from Europe. Sure. You're not coming from. Sure. Japan. That's true. Even though maybe you are, but anyway. So I mean I had the I had a vague idea of it, but I had a vague idea of it. You had some things in there that were correct. So if we were gonna summarize a little bit more about because I think the first part when you did your summary was very much on. So you have uh, Steve Rogers, who is scrawny soldier, wants to fight. So can't scrawny. Get in. So scrawny. By the way, really cool special effects on showing him how just showing how scrawny he is. That was really amazing. I loved it. I thought that was great. Uh, so, and then they, they accept him because uh, Stanley Tucci sees, has a big heart, and the this whole thing basically says it's going to heighten who you are. And so, if you're a really good person, it's going to make you a better person. If you're a really bad person, you're going to be a bad person. Make you worse. I which loved is what that Red Skull it. was. Right. That's what happened to Red Skull. Right. Already a bad person made him worse. So uh, he becomes Captain America. Uh, does not get to fight right away. He starts doing. He, he gets to do song and dances because he's a symbol trying to sell those those bonds. Put him into battle uh, to fight Red Skull. By the way, Red Skull, his whole thing is world domination. Right. A very traditional motivation for a bad guy. Yes. Uh, he has that the Tesseract, which is uh, power from the gods, essentially. Yes. Which was hinted at with Thor, right? It's, it, it came from Odin. It, it came from Odin, which is amazing. So uh, eventually Captain America fights Red Skull. Red Skull gets zapped away, essentially, by the Tesseract. He doesn't actually... Captain America does not kill him. The Tesseract well, kills him. And I would just like to say, he is so evil. Red yeah. Skull is so evil that he's more evil than Hitler. Yes. I mean, that was right. what really took it to well, the... Well, Hydra. Hydra's more evil than Nazis. Right. Which is pretty cool. Uh, and then eventually Steve Rogers, or Captain America, has to do nosedive the plane so... He uh, so the Eastern Seaboard doesn't get hit. Yes, and then they find him years later, and there you go. Right, and sets up the Avengers essentially. I guess so. That was twenty three seconds, right? Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> I know. Good luck, Michael. I know. You'll I get know. your day. I know. You'll get I your will. Day in the I know. I will. Clouds. But that's essentially the plot, right? Um, great. And uh, so before we get into a, a bigger discussion of this. Would you like to hear some fun facts? I would love to hear some fun facts, Michael. Captain America was released on July 22nd, 2011, and was directed by Joe Johnston, whose previous credits included The Rocketeer, Jumanji, Jurassic Park 2 and 3, and October Sky. 
Johnston got his start in film as the effects technician on the original Star Wars. Oh, one thing I found out too is he was actually a big. He played a big part in the effects in the Indiana Jones movies, which I thought this movie had definite Indiana Jones feel to it. Oh, absolutely, and right? Star Wars too. And Star Wars, absolutely. That, yeah, I love that about this movie. Uh, it's opening weekend, sixty-five point one million dollars. Domestically, it made one hundred and seventy-six point seven million dollars. Worldwide, it made $370.6 million, which in the Marvel Cinematic Universe was ranked 22 out of the 23 movies. Wow. Yeah. So it was a pretty low one. Incredible Hulk, by the way, was the lowest. Okay. Thor was actually number 21. And then Iron Man and Iron Man 2 were number 19 and 17, respectively. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The reported budget was about $140 million. It did receive an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, and the cinema score, the uh, cinema scope score, which is the audience score, was an A-. So, got pretty good reviews. Better than Thor. Not as good as Iron Man 2. Chris Evans was in another Marvel franchise before this, The Fantastic Four, where he played the Human Torch. Those movies were bad. (laughs) Have you ever seen the Fantastic Four movies? No. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. They're all bad. They're all terrible. There's four of them. The Fantastic Four. Yeah, but they're Four not movies. all the they're not all the same. Ca- it, it doesn't matter. They're all terrible. He declined the part of Captain America three times before signing a six picture deal with Marvel. Ryan Felipe, Channing Tatum, and John Krasinski were all considered for the role as well. Ah, okay. I thought uh, I was thinking about that. I think all of them actually were. Well, Channing Tatum, I'm not totally sure about, but I thought John Krasinski would have made sense. Mm-hmm. I could see, I yeah. can see all of them. Yeah, Ryan Felipe, where did he go? Yeah, I don't know. He like he was Reese Witherspoon's husband, and then he went away. And then when he wasn't, that was it. He was in a cinematic masterpiece, though, MacGruber. Seriously, it's the best. See it? Um, nobody thinks that. The director of The Incredible Hulk, Louis Leterrier, offered his services for this film, but was turned down. There is a deleted scene in The Incredible Hulk that takes place in the Arctic featuring Captain America's body in a slab of ice. Oh. Interesting, right? Ooh, I wish that scene would have been in there. Yeah, we should probably, maybe we'll post it if we can find it, if there is a deleted scene on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Uh, Captain America's shield came in four types, metal, fiberglass, rubber, and computer graphics, depending on what was needed for the scene. For example, the aluminum shield was called the hero shield and used for close-ups and beauty shots. Uh, Interesting, right? Yes. Well, that makes sense because they tossed him, sometimes they tossed him the shield, so they wanted it to be lightweight. Yeah, it's got to look good. It's got to look good. And those are the fun facts. Let's talk about the movie. Let's. So... We'll start with a simple question that we always start with. What did you like about the movie? So there was a lot that I liked about the movie. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, in fact, yeah. No, I, I, re- I loved the movie. You did? I will just tell you that right okay, now. Yes, great. I loved it. All right. So just in terms of characters, well, in terms of character development, let's start just with Captain America himself. And I think that this is ultimately why I love the movie so much. Just the story of the underdog who had been bullied, but he had a good heart he was such a good person. I was just completely rooting for him. And so I just loved that aspect of it. You know, the, the origin story was just, I loved it. it was He's not cocky in this one. This is a, the story isn't with, about somebody who's cocky. Exactly. Yeah. And in fact, he was specifically chosen because of his goodness. Right. And it just, and you could see it continue to come through even after he was, he was strong. Right. right. Yes, he was absolutely. This big, burly dude. 
So that was great. Um, I loved the special effects, mm-hmm. especially the way that they made him look. I, I was well. I said something to you during the movie. I was confused about who that actor was who was so yeah, the scrawny. Scrawl, is that him? Is I that couldn't how he did, yeah, figure yeah. out if they had found a lookalike. Or right. it, like, it didn't even occur to me that it was special effects because it was really good. I thought it was really well done. It was really good. So that was very believable and pretty cool. I loved some of the some of the cinematic stuff that I really liked. Uh, I talked about this in one other one other of the movies. I don't remember which one, but uh, there was a scene where Captain America was mostly in fatigues and his leather jacket, and the whole scene was sort of dark and not black and white, but just lots of dark hues. And his shield really stood out. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the red and blue and white really stood out. So I, right. I like that kind of visual. I thought that was Definitely. cool. I also like when Red Skull tore his face off, when he reached down and removed his face yeah. and scalp. Yeah. O-M-G. Right? That was insane. Yeah. I loved it. He looks like a villain should oh. look in these movies. He is terrible yeah. and evil. Yeah. yeah. And that... Hugo Weaving is fabulous. Yes. He's so, so great. Even in his human form, he was definitely great. And then when he ripped the face off and became Red Skull, oh, right. wow, yes. wow. And then just he was so evil. He had the, the weapon that completely eviscerates people. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. That was whoa yes so i really liked that um another thing i liked in terms of the cinematic and it's it's crazy what you said about the director doing star wars because i was thinking during that scene where red skull and captain america are on the bridge yes that's so star wars like Death star totally looked yeah. like the death yeah. star and i and it just you know i'm star wars has a great place in all of our hearts right and yeah. that also takes me back to some of my childhood favorites and so that i loved that yes i loved that whole flavor of it That's there was cool. the german spy the hydro spy who was present when captain america got his got his injection and became really mm-hmm. really strong and he he took off and when he um when that whatever that it wasn't a submarine and it wasn't a ship and it wasn't whatever a, it was but it, it was underwater it was yeah. underwater craft that he had sort of came up and emerged and you yeah. know again it was just a great villain scene what's lovely about that too uh just to add on to it was it was also his chance to discover his powers what he can do he's all of a sudden he's jumping a fence he's running incredibly fast and there's that hilarious part, I found it hilarious anyway, where he's running so fast and he's trying to corner and he ends up going through a window because he can't stop. Yes, that scene was so great. I loved it. And he I just love that. busts through the window and apologizes. And apologizes. Of course he apologizes. Of course he does. Yes. Knocks over a couple mannequins. Yeah. That was great. Yes. Um, all right. And then the uh, I noticed, and I'm sure you did too, and you've brought this up and kind of trained me on it. The classic bad guy scene with the classical music. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. You noticed the opera, right? I did. I did notice that. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's just. But he's, and he's being painted. Oh, yeah. The, the arts. <laughs> the bad guys art. and the arts. I mean, it gives, it gives the arts a bad name. It really does. Come on. Maybe we should cut funding. No, oh, no, my goodness. Um, and then also, I loved about the movie that how it brought back the Stark Mm-hmm. You know, we had Howard Stark. Howard, yeah, Howard. Father. We had a Howard Stark, and it started with the reference at the expo, and then of course he has a very key part in it, yeah. and I, I loved that. Did you notice that with the, the car, the repulsors? 
the repulsor jets that kept it afloat. Yes. That's, I mean, I love that part. Just like kind of winking toward the future. Totally winking. Yeah, I love that. And that got me thinking about the idea of watching these in order of, instead of watching the them in order of release, watching them chronological and how yeah. that might be different. Yeah. And I could see that would be a whole different experience. It would be. Yeah. Uh, we can't undo this, obviously, no, but no. I like I like what we're doing. I think going through the first time, I think it makes sense to go through in order of release rather than chronological. I agree. Yeah, especially because of the, the end credit scenes. They kind of, Some of them might give away things you don't want to give away. True. And I like the winking back and forward, yeah, sort of. I do, too. That, that's pretty cool. So, And then, of course, Stanley Tucci. I mean, yeah. he's so great. He's in there too short. Right. He's hardly in there, but he's just... And he, even there was one scene when he just simply smiled. And he yeah. just has such a... He's just a great, a great character. Actor. And he's a great actor. Yeah. So... Um, Oh, see, I have a lot of things that I like. I love this. I love this. Um, Another thing that I really loved was the foreshadowing that they did with with his shields. Yes. When he held up the garbage can lid to try to protect himself in the early fight. And then later, before he had his actual shield, but when he was Captain America, he held up that car door. It was a taxi. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, to try to protect. So that was really fun, too. Um, I love that. So, Yeah. So I just... You loved a lot. I did. I really did. Yeah. Uh, I'll add on to this a little bit. Please do. Okay, because a lot of what you said is are, are things that I would say. I, I love this movie too. I'm, I'm going to give it away right now but you because know, usually we do our overall thoughts. I'll tell you right now. I love this movie. I love Captain America. I love the character of Captain America. I think the story is great. Uh, I love that he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And... He's he's also a badass at the same time, yes. which I think is great. Um, there's these little moments in the movie that are they're, they're little moments, but they're big moments. Like there's there's a point where he's still in a scrawny stage. They're doing training, and Tommy Lee Jones throws the grenade, and everybody backs off. And and but what he does is he jumps right on it. Yes, and he shows the bravery. And Stanley Tucci just gives this knowing nod to Tommy Lee Jones, and Tommy Lee Jones I think says he's still skinny. Just doesn't want to accept it. Right. Even though all the rest of us fell completely in love with him at that moment. Yeah. Because it was so such great. a great scene. I love that. The thing, uh, not just in, as far as uh, this is beyond the the plot of the movie, but actually the way this movie is directed, the visuals of this movie are gorgeous. This movie is so good. It captures the time so beautifully. Yes. And... Uh, just because it's taking place in 1943, I think, 42, 43, right in there, World War II. And the, the war visuals are gorgeous. Like, they they look like old-timey footage. Right. And the the part where he's uh, he's basically a mascot for one scene where they're doing the singing and dancing and they're trying to sell the bonds, it's so well done yes. and well shot. Uh, Joe Johnston, who, uh, looking from his history, I would not be like, Oh, what an incredible director. But he's perfect for this movie. He nailed it. He really nailed it. I love that the way he films it. And then the, the thing that's so great is at the end of the movie when Captain America wakes up after 70 years and he goes out into Times Square. Yes. And it, it's that shock mm-hmm. of being out in the traffic and the lights and all the craziness. It's so good. It's really good. So uh, kudos to Joe Don- Johnson. He's had, I think he's done one movie since this one. And I think it was a big bomb. Uh, so I don't know what's happened to him since then, but God, this is a good oh, interesting. movie. Interesting. Yeah. He didn't really do much else. He That's, hasn't done much huh. else as, that I could see. I, mm-hmm. I, looking at the, I think it was the IMDb credits. He really didn't do much else after this. Hmm. Uh, other thing I love, um, it's not a thing. <laughs> the person I love, I love Agent Carter. 
I think she is great. Haley Atwell, what a great character. Yes. See, we, we've been talking about women in these movies. Here's one who's not only smart, she's funny, she's badass, and she's not just there right. to be the love interest. Exactly. In fact, it's a, the thing that is great about it is when Captain America is going down, they're actually talking about their first date as he's going to the ground. And it's kind of heartbreaking. Yes. Because you want them to be together. Right. It's so great and so sad. And then when he comes back in Times Square and he says, I had a date. That's what yes. he remembers. That's the last yes. thing he remembers. Oh. Yeah. And I was definitely rooting for them. And right. so, in fact, there was a part of me that thought, oh, maybe it's not over and he's going to somehow survive that crash and get back to her for the date. Yes. I wanted that to be true. I did too. I did too. But it, And I get to watch this again. And I, I remember really liking it in the theater, really liking it. Uh, a little bit surprised at how much I liked it because I had always heard Captain America was kind of a goody two shoes. Oh, I don't know if that's completely true. I don't. I can't say that, but that was always my impression of him in the comics. Just because hmm. of, I mean the outfit, um, you know, Captain America. It just seems okay, sure. Uh, yeah, these are. This is a great movie. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other things that you didn't touch on. Uh, the acting is good all around. It's just I have so many good things to say about it. One of the things I was thinking about, too, was just the era that this was released. So it was, I believe, July of 2011. 2011, yeah. And I'm thinking back to that time. And, you know, the housing market had crashed. Mm -hmm. We were, you know, the economy was a mess. And just starting to maybe start to start to think about coming back. But, I mean, I think people... Whether or not they released it on purpose, you know, probably not. But I think people were very ready for a story like this. Yeah, I think you might be right. And because it is a positive story. It is. But it's interesting that at the same time, this was, like I said before, it ranked 22 out of the 23 movies as far as box office. Which surprised me, although then it got the A- minus on the... Yeah, so people who went to see it liked it. Right. But I, I don't know if it was that Marvel... I mean... Don't get me wrong. It was 22nd out of 23. It still did very well at the box office. People were broke. Maybe they couldn't afford to go to the completely movies. Completely broke. That I mean, it be. was... Who really? knows? Who knows? But it, it, and I, I don't know if it... Why maybe it didn't appeal to some of the later movies. I mean, there are definitely some I understand. Like Avengers movies are uh, where everything comes together. So people are, tend to go to see movies like that just out of sheer interest. Um, so, but I mean... Because it gets through a lot of stuff in it, one movie. I, maybe that's it. It's a lot of characters in one movie whereas i think iron man and iron man 2 probably i mean even those those were definitely hit movies but they were still number 17 and 19 on the list so these early movies were it was really the marvel studios trying to find its footing and i guess it makes sense that they would i mean the momentum is going to build we talked about that i think in one of our other episodes the momentum is going to build Kind yeah. of like our podcast. Yes, kind of like that. The more episodes we have, you know, people will start listening and then they'll get more and more excited yes. about it. Yes, I, that's that, the goal. That's obviously what happened with the MCU also. Yeah, absolutely. We are basically parallel. MGU, MCU. MCU. I mean, you see what's happening here. Absolutely. So we have so many things that we liked, obviously. Yes. That we're, we seem almost giddy about this movie, mm-hmm. which is great. I, I was having a hard time not being giddy watching it because I didn't want to give away how I was feeling about the movie to you. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Could you tell how I was feeling about it? I had a feeling you were enjoying it. Yeah, I, I definitely was. Yeah, I had a feeling. Was there anything that you didn't like about the movie? I don't really have anything that's a standout. Okay, yeah. Like, I, I didn't write one single thing down that I didn't like about it. Did you? 
I did. I, if there was one thing, and it's so nitpicky, and it's not even anything that really hurt the movie. It was interesting that the end, the the last kind of battle, last part of it, felt like it came on a little bit suddenly. Like it was like, oh, we're at an hour and 45 minutes. We better finish this movie. Oh, time to wrap it up. Yeah, time to wrap it up. It wasn't bad. And I thought it was handled beautifully, but it was just kind of like, oh, we're going. We're doing it. Let's go. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I noticed that as much because I felt like there was a pretty good rhythm of battle scenes throughout. Yes. Whereas, you know, sometimes we really only get the one super huge one with a few other little. But there were a couple of big scenes throughout the movie. Definitely. So It's a very minor yeah. Thing. Yeah. I mean, it's. I loved it. Okay, so. I have a minor one too. Then. Oh, good. Okay. What was her name? The the main uh, agent. Agent Carter. Agent Carter, uh, fully, perfect, makeup. Oh yes. Every single scene. Well, that's a bad thing. Where would she find the time to apply that makeup in the middle of a battle? Her lipstick was never, the line was so defined. I guess you're not going to completely suspend disbelief, huh? I'm, I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> I think I'm doing really well, but you, you asked for something negative. That's true. So that's well, all asked, I got. Well, you asked about Black Widow, how she had all that stuff ready to go in the back of the taxi, too. Yeah. Or back of it's the true. car. Uh, maybe it's just the women of the but, I mean, MCU. She, well, but also, she was go. in a car with a driver. She wasn't in a That's battle true. scene in the military. <laughs> That's true. But her hair changed. This is Scarlett Johansson's hair changed. Stop defending Scarlett Johansson. I'm not defending. I see what you're doing. I'm saying her hair changed. Oh, one other thing I want to say, speaking, yes. of, speaking of people we're enamored with in movies, you may or may not have a fairly large crush on Chris Evans. <laughs> Look at that man. I mean, are you not seeing it? He's fine. He's fine. He is fine. He's fine. He's but he's fine. But I, I don't. I mean, I, at the end of all of this, he's not going to be. The gods reached down and carved him out of a piece of marble. He is Look an impressive him. physical specimen. I will give face. you that. I don't know. He just isn't. My, I, yeah, he's fine. Who's, he's who? he's not ugly. I just I don't. I think you like him more than me. I probably do. Who's your? Who is right now? You're the hottest guy. Mm-hmm. I bet it's Robert Downey Jr. It's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that's that's I your mean, type. I'm not a young woman either, so. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's Robert Downey Jr. So far, you it's... feel like you'd have a shot with Robert Downey Jr. Is that kind no, of I would absolutely not have a shot with Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> you don't it's know not that. about you that. Might. You it's, might. It's not at all about that. It's just you know, but. No, he's he's fine. I yeah. just I I was expecting. I don't know. I I guess I thought I was expecting more based on how enamored you are with him. I just I've seen him in so many things now, and he's he's just not only is he incredibly handsome, he's a very good actor on top yes. of it. So one thing that was interesting is so I was talking about how bad those Fantastic Four movies were. He's in two of them, and he played the Human Torch. He was the best part of the movies by mm-hmm. far because he was funny, um, kind of charming. The rest of the movie around him is almost complete garbage. Oh. But he's, he stood out. Was he's, he in the first two? So, the, uh, well, not to get into too much of a history of Fantastic Four, but there was one directed by uh, Roger Corman that was awful. Cause, and Roger Corman made schlocky movies anyway. That's so cool that you don't know who he is. I have no idea That's all right. who these so people are. Then, well, then there were two. There was a Fantastic Four, and then there was Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. And those were both the ones Chris Evans was in. And then they made another attempt at it, and it was so bad. 
So bad. So it's like, I think they need to leave it behind at this point. How do you save room in your brain for names of movies that you didn't even like? Well, because I know that I didn't like... They were so bad that they stay. I mean... I mean, kudos to you for being able to erase those it's moments. It's gotta out go. Of There's only so much space. I agree. I guess you're utilizing more of your brain power than I am, but I only have a certain amount of room in there and I got to get rid of some of the garbage. I utilize about 40% of my brain on complete and utter shit. <laughs> but I can't wait till we can do trivia together sometime. Sometime. Movie we'll do trivia. That. Absolutely. You're going to be a winner on the team. Oh, to hang out in public again, right? Remember what? trivia? I, I remember, remember lots of Remember things. public? I remember. It's, those are the things that are starting to escape my brain. But I do and I always will remember Fantastic Four. So, it's the Silver Surfer. So, uh, so let's go. I mean, we've kind of given away the ending to this whole thing. I what guess. did we think? Overall thoughts of the movie? Loved it. Yes. I mean, I did. I really, I, I really loved it. It was by, by far my favorite yeah. so far. Yeah. Okay. So when we go to the rankings, which we'll just, we'll do them now. I mean, quite obviously. Why don't you go ahead and give yours right now? Am I always going to be the one to go first? You like you always yeah. like me to go first. Well, um, I mean, I can go first. If no, you want. it's fine. It's okay. I'm trying um, to. I feel like I'm in kind of a hosty role because I've got the laptop in front of me and I'm kind of watching things go. So I feel like I'm the guy moving things along. True, and you sort of took my hand and I'm, you're leading me through a little bit the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A little bit, right? but you're starting to. I think you're you're ready to be free pretty soon. You Do feel you? like yeah, you're getting it. You're doing great. Aww. So let's shucks. Hear, yeah, you know. So let's hear those rankings. Okay, so my. Number one is Captain America. It just shot mm-hmm. right up to the number one place, and I mean, after that, I guess they all stay the, same. Stay the same. I right. could have, I could have switched them up, and I actually, well, anyway, it's Captain America first, then it's Iron Man, mm-hmm. then it's Iron Man two, then Thor, and then the Incredible Hulk. So mine, Captain America: First Avenger, will be number one now, followed by Iron Man, then Thor. Then Incredible Hulk, then Iron Man 2. So, yeah, Captain America is a tough one to beat. It's a good movie. So our first two are the same, and then we sort of mix up a little. We kind of mix them up. The, the, the third, fourth, and fifth place are all just kind of like, oh, they're all they're mix and match of pretty good. Right. Whereas the Iron Man and Captain America are both very, very good. It's just going to get so hard, you know. Oh, I, yeah. I think I think 10 movies from now trying to remember mm-hmm. the difference even between... Thor and Incredible Hulk. Well, it's interesting because what you're going to see with these movies as they go on is there's different voices that come in too when they direct um, and when, and the story wise, I mean, it's, it's, there's still obviously the formula in a way, but there's some that definitely break that formula. Right. And it's going to be interesting to see where you rank those. If it's something that you'll appreciate or if you don't like it. uh, Yeah. And I really like how you bring in, you talk about who directed it and what else they directed. Yeah. I think that's really fun. So thank you for doing that. Cause yeah. that, that kind of helps me interpret just the way that it was done. And you really can see those elements. So that's yeah. fun. I think Marvel tries to give some of these directors some freedom, but they also have to say, Hey, we are going in this direction. Right. Uh, so there is a voice in there, but at the same time, we have a place we need to go. Yes. We need to get to the Avengers. Yes. You know, which by the way, is our next movie. Is our next movie. Yes, it is. And uh, it's it really is. It's the end of phase one, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show. And you're going to see all the characters pretty much that you've seen all of a sudden in one big old blockbuster. That is so exciting. I can't wait. Yeah. I yeah. really can't. It's it's pretty interesting. And the, the buzz for this movie was so big. 
It oh. was just crazy. I bet. Was it like a full year later that it was released? It came out in 2012. 2012. I don't remember what month it was, but yeah, 2012. So uh, we'll be covering Amazing that one Amazing that next. I missed it. Yeah. It, well, <laughs> did you know it existed? I mean, it's a vague sort of recollection. There was another Avengers movie, but it was based on the old TV show, The Avengers, and it was like the British show. Mm-hmm. God, it was a bad movie. See another one that's taking place in my there brain. There you go. Yeah, it's really embarrassing. And guess what? I didn't see it. Be thankful that I've seen it so I can tell you that you shouldn't see it. Thank you. Yes. You are so welcome. Yes, you can give me an all-time <laughs> ranking of the movies. Yeah, all of them. Of the rank movies. Yeah, of the rank movies. Uh, anything else we need to cover? I think we covered it. All right. Captain America. Captain America. The loved first it. Avenger. Just loved it. Me so. too. All right. Well, I think until next time, this has been the Michael Genomatic Universe. I'm Michael. And I'm Gina. And we'll see you next time. Bye.